EO Fire 1274. You're not supposed to follow anyone else's path. You need to create your own path, a Susanna path. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Susanna Hallinan. Susanna, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes. Susanna, known as the happyologist, is a happiness coach and writer. She uses the science of happiness and human performance to coach you into your happiest, best performing you. She's also the author of Screw Finding Your Passion. For more, visit happyologist.co.uk. Susanna, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. So I'm a happiness life coach, basically, and I'm based in London, um, though I am originally from Finland. So I'm one of these globetrotters that's kind of grown up a little bit everywhere. Uh, before I became a happyologist, I actually already had kind of two careers. So I've tried and tested a few things. Um, so I do have a huge love for horses, um, which I still do. And I still have a horse and I compete um, very ambitiously. But uh, originally, I thought that would be kind of my livelihood, and that's what I wanted to do 24-7. But actually, when I tried it, I realized I didn't want to turn that passion into a money-making thing because it started to kill my love for it. So I started to realize there are some passions that kind of need to be kept aside and just just enjoyed, really. Um, So then I just went into the corporate world, dived straight in, uh, did a few years of marketing, communications, a few different bits. Um, But again, kind of found myself feeling a little bit unfulfilled, felt like there was something more that I wanted to do, something a little bit more meaningful. Um, And through basically my own kind of journey of of coaching and, and studying all the personal development out there, I came across positive psychology, which is basically uh, was my kind of epiphany moment. And when I found it, I was like, oh my God, this is what I need to be doing. And from that moment onwards, it was all these little steps that I took to basically become a coach um, and do a master's in positive psychology so I could really specialize in that science of, of happiness and human performance. So I found that comment really fascinating when you shared that you didn't want to keep doing your passion if you got paid for it because you felt like it would kind of ruin it. So you wanted to kind of separate those two. And there's just been a lot of studies, and I'm sure just you being a happyologist, like definitely know some really in-depth studies about this. But I can remember reading and hearing and listening to podcasts about how, you know, with kids, like if they're just drawing, they just love to draw and they're having so much fun doing it. And, you know, you can just leave them alone. They're just passionate. They're having a great time. And then when you say, hey, you know, I'm going to give you a dollar for every time you create like a great picture here, it kind of takes away their love and their passion. It just turns into work. It turns into a job and they stop doing it. They just don't want to do it anymore. It just becomes, again, something that they're just not passionate about. So can, without, you know, kind of going too far off into this direction, because this is just kind of an interesting segue, because I'm really interested about this, but can you just kind of maybe succinctly talk about that for a minute? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. That's basically exactly what my research has been about, about this this kind of new avenue to passion and that actually if we try and monetize all the passions that we have, that we try to actually kill our enjoyment from it. So they actually start to work against our happiness, mm. which is completely contradictory. Um, and that's basically all that science that I've done and all the research I've done there is basically what um, made me come up with that slightly controversial title for my book right. um, and really... <laughs> really talk about how you know finding your passion it's 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 not always the right way to go um and also because passion is kind of a positive source of energy so we all have that within us anyway so we can actually choose to bring it out whenever we want and we don't need to just tie it to one thing or one activity um so i kind of like the more all-encompassing type of passion that really takes over all of basically whole your whole life And Fire Nation, that controversial title once again is Screw Finding Your Passion. And I'll tell you, the first time that uh, something like that kind of became apparent to me that that was a possibility was reading Michael Gerber's E-Myth Revisited, where he was talking about how somebody that loves to bake decided to open up a bake shop, and now they just hated it because, again... Just because you love to bake doesn't mean that you should own a bakery. And someone that loved doing woodworking, you know, opened up like a hardware store. And again, it was, it's very interesting when you go down that road, Fire Nation. But before we kind of get too off track, Susanna, I want to talk about you and revenue because we are entrepreneurs. We are small business owners. Viable businesses mean revenue has to be coming in the door. So how do you, Susanna, generate revenue in your business today? Yeah, so there's a few different things I do because um, I do like variety. I do believe that is the spice of life. Yeah. Um, so I do uh, one-to-one coaching basically with individuals um, so they can buy like one-off sessions or group programs. I also do uh, group workshops, so to the public um, and also keynote talks. And this could be for different types of organizations. I also work with a few universities and some uh, workshops that I open to the whole public as well. Uh, so those are kind of the main sources of uh, revenue that I have. Um, And also, of course, since my book's been out, that does generate some passive income as well. And in the works, I am currently designing my first online course. um, So that will be a a nice addition as well. So Susanna, I really want to focus now on your journey as an entrepreneur. I mean, you've traveled a lot. You have a lot of different passions. You have a lot of different things that you're doing right now. You're living in London What is not just the tough times that you go through, but what you consider the toughest? I want you to tell us the story of your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Don't pull any punches. Bring us to that moment. Tell us, Fire Nation, that story. My worst moment was definitely earlier um, this year. Uh, I had basically just delivered uh, a passion workshops um, for uh, a team in an organization. It was basically like a global fitness brand that um, specialized in, in uh, yoga wear. And uh, I loved running the workshop for them. The energy was great. The vibe was great. So I was really, you know, high and positive energy afterwards it. Um, so it was a great experience. Um, and then, of course, after every work, Shop, you know what happens is I send an invoice through for my services, as <laughs> as you know any trainer or coach would do, um, and that's when I started to get a few surprises. I basically sent over the invoice for the agreed amount. Uh, I didn't hear back from them about a week, uh, so I chased it up again, um, and then I ended up getting a really awkward reply saying that they had thought that the workshop 
had been for free. Um, so first I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, did I not send the proposal? Did they not sign it off? Did I do something wrong? Did we not, you know, have clear communication? Um, so I started to like go through my inbox manically, like, oh my God, was this my mistake? And I was like, no, there's the proposal. Oh, there's they them signing them off. That's their approval. That's them booking it in. And yes, my price is in the proposal. So everything was in place. So then I was like, okay, this is really weird. Um, then I started to actually doubt my ability. So I'm like, oh my God, was my workshop so bad that they didn't want to pay for it? Um, you know, was it because they didn't think it was adequate? And then I was thinking, well, no, actually, because when I was delivering the workshop, the vibe in that room was great. I, I really enjoyed it. The people were laughing, smiling, lots of positive energy. So that didn't really match that kind of belief that I tried to put there in as a warning sign. And then I kind of started to blame myself um, a little bit uh, because usually when I do book workshops in or talks, um, I get a signed contract when someone books one in to clarify the date, time, price, any other details. But because they were such a kind of big, respectable brand that was really aligned with my values, I kind of felt like, ah, I don't need to do them. I trust them. Like they're totally on 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 my radar and, and you know, we're completely on the same zone. Um, and then I was like, okay, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, and after kind of that moment, then I started to, obviously then we had a conversation about it and, and there was a lot of confusion. Um, and then, well, as a gesture of goodwill, I was like, well, okay, um, I'm not sure what's happened here uh, because obviously you signed off the proposal, but as a gesture of goodwill and because I still hope to do future work with you, um, you know, I'll give you a, a, a little bit of a discount uh, to basically just kind of get us towards reaching some agreement, um, which they, again, they didn't really show much interest in. Uh, so I feel like I'd kind of met them more than halfway um, and they were just not bulging. And that's when I started to get a little bit more on the, on the side of getting a bit pissed off and right. feeling quite disrespected. Um, and eventually it was only basically a, a threat of lawyers that got them to agree to pay. Um, and even then they were like, well, all right, do you want to give more discount? And I'm like, well, no, because this whole experience has been a flipping mess. <laughs> now, did you ever get to the bottom of why they missed that proposal? I mean, obviously they signed off on the proposal, but the actual dollar amount that was supposed to be exchanged, the compensation within, did that ever get kind of like um, flattened out? Well, no, because they basically said, well, yeah, we read the proposal and we saw it, um, but we thought this was kind of like a trial workshop. And I said, well, even if I do trial workshops, I, I charge for them um, because a trial workshop is kind of for usually a bigger training agreement. Um, so there was never any discount of it being kind of uh, the fee being waived or anything like that. So it was it was a little bit confusion what had happened. Um, and I'm not sure, um, yeah, anyone quite understood how that, yeah. I, I mean, I, to be honest, still don't quite understand where they got the idea of it being for free. Yeah, something that pops into my mind that I know a lot of people do that I work with that are independent contractors, like, you know, for instance, like my web developer um, and my graphic designer, things along those lines, is like when we come to an agreement, you know, I'm actually putting down a deposit and I know like right away that, hey, like this deposit is number one, like holding this, you know, this work that's going to be done and it's obviously going to go towards the balance when it's paid. So have you ever kind of like thought maybe of how in the future, like you might kind of like have a deposit up front so people know that, hey, this is exactly what it is. And then going forward, like this will be what the completion of that compensation is. 
Yeah, I mean, I think now what I have in place is this basically this contract that I just get them to sign off. Um, because I think working with individuals, uh, they basically now pay me up front, which is a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but with bigger organizations, they have, you know, a little bit more, I guess, red tape and it takes longer for them to process payments and things like that. Um, so they've, I've kind of suggested the deposit idea a few times, <laughs> but yeah, not many of them have bought into it. Um, but now my, my learning definitely from that experience was that get that signed contract with all the details and then there's there's no discussion and everything's really crystal clear this is a great lesson it's a struggle that you know we as entrepreneurs are going to be facing fire nation so Susanna, i'm really glad you brought that up so people can even see that hey people like Susanna, you know the happyologist herself you know has faced these things and still struggles with them going forward so what I kind of want to do is shift, Susanna, to another story. But this one's going to be a story of you having an epiphany moment, having an aha moment of some kind. Now, I know that you've had a lot of these in your journey. I mean, I'm sure that the name of your book, Screw Finding Your Passion, was an aha moment of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> and, and hey, maybe that's a story you're going to tell. But you know Fire Nation. We are entrepreneurs. What's an aha moment you've had and a story that you can tell around that? Yeah, it's actually an aha moment that I had uh, with one of my good good friends, Hannah. Uh, We kind of always meet together over dinner and brainstorm about stuff. She's another kind of fellow positive psychologist. So we're, we're very on the same wavelength. And... I always talk to her, you know, about my business, about the stuff that's going on. Um, I like to talk to her about, you know, some of my biggest inspirations as well, like uh, to name just a few, like Sean Aker, Oprah, Marie Forleo, Yoga Girl, things like that. Basically, all these amazing people who I follow and I'm I'm inspired by. Um, and I always kept saying to her, um, basically, this is a while back, and I'd be like, God, they all have like such amazing, different, unique paths, and I just don't know which of those paths to follow. And and she she just looked at me. Um, now she's originally from Lapland, which is northern part of Finland. So she's got this elf magic about her anyway. And she just looked at me and she just said, "Honey, you're not supposed to follow anyone else's path. You need to create your own path, a Susanna path." Boom. Yeah, and I was just like. Oh, duh, of course. <laughs> like, why on earth am I trying to follow all these paths from the other people or like mix all those different paths into one? Because those paths are theirs. They're not mine. You know, sure, I can take inspiration from them and learn from them um, and get positive energy from the journeys that they've taken. But in the end, I need to look at inwards into my heart and say, okay, what is it that's most meaningful to me? What is it that I love doing the most? What am I actually good at? You know, what kind of people do I want to work with? What kind of lifestyle do I want alongside my business? And those are kind of the questions that started to really reignite, oh, okay, this is the path that I want for myself. And no, I don't need to follow that person's path or that person's path, but actually just create my own unique path for myself. So that was a, yeah, that was a a good, good, a good reminder from her on that. (laughs) Well, I love that epiphany that you had because Fire Nation, who do you want to attract to you? Like what type of people do you want to surround yourself with? the type of people that you're inspired by and that inspire you and all of these things. So what really it comes down to is 
you need to be yourself. You need to find who you are, the message that you want to put out there in the world, and let the right people come and find you because of that. Because if you're not being you, if you're not being genuine, if you're not being, you know, for me, if I'm not being JLD, I'm not going to be attracting the right listeners to my podcast, people that I actually want to engage with. So just be so comfortable by being you. And guess what the best part about that is? Nobody can do better you than you. You are the best you that's out there. So just take comfort in that fact. And Susanna, you have a lot of strengths, but what would you consider your number one weakness? My biggest weakness, I think, is actually never wanting to stop work. (laughs) So I kind of uh, love my business maybe sometimes a bit too much. (laughs) And I kind of need to create like my own, um, you know, appointments in the evenings or weekends and stuff to make sure that I actually step away from it as well and and just go have a good time. But I think because I have such a good time with my business, sometimes I get a bit sucked into it. What is your biggest strength? Uh, my biggest strength uh, is definitely attention to detail. Um, you know, some people call me a bit borderline OCD and perfectionist, so I've learned to own up to it and use it to my advantage. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just something that comes naturally to me. Um, and I do, I, I love detail, so yeah. <laughs> and again, I love it. You know, like, this is Susanna. She is just owning up to it. This is who I am, she said. Like, this is who I am. So she's going to be the best part of that and find the pros there and the positives. So Susanna, what is one thing above everything else that has you most fired up today? Actually, yeah, it's it's designing my first online course because um, I've been thinking about it for a long time, um, but I'm finally getting to kind of grips to it, getting comfortable on camera and putting myself kind of out there in that online course format. So I'm really excited to be working on that um, and that should be up for grabs in, in January as well for people. So it's, yeah, it's just around the corner, which is quite exciting. Well, that's <laughs> exciting. And by the time this goes live, it will actually be live. So where can Fire Nation find out more? Just come to my website, happyologist.co.uk. Um, there will be a specific tab for online courses. Um, so there you'll find basically all the details about uh, the ones on offer. Beautiful. In Fire Nation, we have some amazing Intel value bombs galore coming up in the lightning round. But we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Picture this, Fire Nation. You finally get an email from a prospective client saying they're ready to jump on the line and chat about the amazing services you provide. You're so excited. And so you email back with a suggested date and time. Then you get a reply saying they can't make it. So they throw out another date and another time. The back and forth continues until you've both wasted precious time and built up a ton of frustration. Doesn't sound like much fun anymore, does it? Stop the back and forth with the power of Acuity Scheduling, where you can sync your clients, your calendar, and your cash. Acuity allows you to handle forms and payments before your appointments so you can get right down to business. Visit acuityscheduling.com slash fire and get 45 days free. Susanna, are you prepared for the lightning round? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Actually, it was fear of the unknown, really. Um, Everyone in my immediate family has kind of taken the corporate route. um, So I thought really it was kind of the only path there was and everything else was really almost non-existent and unknown. Um, But actually, when I started to explore options and taking little steps forwards, I started to realize the unknown isn't that bad? And by taking those tiny steps forward, um, we can fight that fear. 
What's the best advice you've ever received? Yeah, this is a good one. Um, and this is one that I definitely listen to uh, and say to myself basically every day. And that's take care of yourself or you can't take care of anyone else. Um, especially as an entrepreneur, you are your biggest asset. So you need to make sure you eat well, you exercise, you sleep enough, you get enough rest, or you're not going to be able to do any of the amazing work that you're meant to do. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? That's definitely my morning routine. So I start every day with a guided meditation for 10 minutes. uh, And then I do kind of some light yoga for 15 minutes. And then I have hot water with lemon and ginger. And that kind of just awakens my body, gets my circulation uh, flowing and, and, and gets my brain on fire as well. Love that. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Yes, one that I've started to use um, this year is called um, Acuity Scheduling. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's A-C-U-I-T-Y. Um, and that basically enables me to sell uh, my coaching packages without any admin because people can really like see the different programs, options, access my calendar, book appointments, make payment, accept terms and conditions and the full works on that one thing on my website. It's just kind of a plugin I've added. So it's it's super easy um, and it really helps me to be more productive and, and not basically waste my time on admin. So if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join Screw Finding Your Passion on our bookshelves, what book would that be and why? That would definitely be uh, The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker. I mean, this is the book that totally changed my life and inspired me to become the happyologist. So he was really my introduction to positive psychology. Um, and that, that was one of those epiphany moments I had. And, and I realized, wow, it's, it's happiness that fuels success and not the other way around. Um, and his book really talks about all oh, the research behind that and also the practical how-to on, on getting started on that journey. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Susanna, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> this, this is such a great question, and I've, I've like talked about this with my friends and family and we've all been like oh my god what would you do Uh, so I totally love it um and so I think I the first thing I would do um is actually adopt a rescue dog that would help me to basically start a new life in this new world um and then I'd start blogging about our new friendship so similarly as this rescue dog that I'd gotten as my new friend, new family member, he kind of gets a second chance by being adopted by me. And equally, I kind of get like a second chance or in a, se- a second life in this new world. Um, so what I do is I'd basically blog and write about how this dog teaches the best happiness lessons about unconditional love, about playing, about being in the moment, um, about making the most out of life. And then I think on the seventh day, I'd basically create an online happiness course um, on how to choose happiness the simple way, like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And I do see on your About Me page under my story, a great picture of you and a great looking dog. Who is that? 
Yeah, that's Juno. That's actually my my brother's dog, so I I call her my niece. So. Mm, <laughs> She's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> So, Susanna, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, no, absolutely. Definitely come over uh, to my website, happyologist.co.uk, so you can sign up to a free happiness newsletter there. Uh, and there, of course, you'll also find all my social media um, links as well. So I'm obviously on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. So you can come and, and, and chat to me, uh, whichever medium you basically prefer. <laughs> nice. And a parting piece of guidance. I think the main thing when it comes to happiness is to really remember to be uh, grateful. Um, and also because I think gratitude is really something that's going to help you to also overcome challenges and those tricky bits through your entrepreneurial uh, moments as well. Gratitude is that one thing that helps you to be more positive, more creative, have more perspective um, and to really keep going. So if there's one thing that you could do to basically become more optimistic is actually to finish every day by writing three things that you were grateful for in that day. And if you do that for 21 days in a row, that's when you start to turn gratitude into a habit. And that's when you start to turn also optimism into a habit because those two are very, very interlinked. Yeah, I've always loved the quotes that happiness stems from gratefulness. And that's why when I was creating my first book, The Freedom Journal, Every night I have people write down two wonderful things that happened today because so often we reflect on what we didn't do. Yeah. We need to reflect on what we did do that was wonderful as well. Absolutely. So Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you have been hanging out with SH and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Susanna in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about with all links to all stuff that we've been chatting with about. Of course, Screw Finding Your Passion. Susanna's book will be linked up there. You can just put that right into Amazon. Happyologist.co.uk. Go there directly. And I just want to say, Susanna, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much. It was amazing to be here. Fire Nation, your time is your most precious asset. Don't allow yourself to get stood up. It's time to stand up. Take control of your calendar today with Acuity Scheduling. Visit acuityscheduling.com slash fire and get 45 days free. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Give the gift of freedom to your friend or loved one with The Freedom Journal, and they will accomplish their number one goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite.